The Nobel Prizes are the most coveted and most potent awards of our time. Only Nobel Prize winner bestows instant recognition, lifelong celebrity, and unrivaled authority around the globe. In the media, the prizes, along with wars and politics and major disasters, command front-page and prime-time treatment. The public, though not always the experts, accepts the selections as supremely authoritative about the most important scientific discoveries, the best writers, the most significant piecework. To people bewildered by arcane science or strange literary experiments or peace perplexities, the Nobel annually declares with Olympian assurance what is of surpassing importance. In fields that few have the time or ability to follow, the prizes convey a sense that coherence somehow does exist out there. To say prizes scarcely conveys the meaning of the Nobel Awards. Some view these as only another scramble up the greasy pole of celebrity, but the Nobels are really knighthoods of a new and unusual kind, perhaps the only true aristocracy in our democratic leveling age. Winning a war for Britain can make you a knight of that realm, but so can being a rich brewer or a winning jockey. To capture the Nobel's exalted sort of nobility, far greater achievements are needed. And why have an aristocracy unless it is very exclusive? The Nobel group is surely that. From 1901 through 1999, the Nobel Prize has bestowed only 687 awards upon its designees, for peace, 87, medicine, 169, literature, 96, physics, 159, chemistry, 132, and economics, 44. These figures do not include 19 awards to peace organizations, such as the Red Cross. In many years, no awards were given. See chronology. Millions may dream of being selected, but few are called, and fewer are chosen. In literature and peace, an average of one per year. In the sciences, an average of fewer than two. The Nobel confers its titles in a ceremony conducted by the King of Sweden. This ritual takes place always on the 10th of December, the anniversary of the death of Alfred Nobel, its benefactor. Two thousand dignitaries, tuxedoed and gowned, gather in the Stockholm Concert Hall. At 4 p.m., the ceremony begins. As the Stockholm Philharmonic plays selections by Mozart and Mendelssohn, or Grieg and Sibelius, laureates from earlier years enter to applause. The king and queen take their places on the stage while the audience sings the royal hymn. Then appear the new laureates, also tuxedoed or gowned. They sit on the left of the stage in a fixed order of precedence, according to how Alfred Nobel listed their fields in his 1895 will, first physics, then chemistry, medicine, literature, and peace, with economics, an award established only in 1968, bringing up the rear. A great blue carpet covers the stage. At stage center, presiding over all, is an enlarged image of Alfred Nobel. The investiture is brief, its script unchanging. One by one, the laureates are named, rise, and come forward. 
a Swedish academician in the appropriate field, delivers a brief laudatory description of the achievement honored, addressed to Your Majesty, Your Royal Highnesses, Ladies and Gentlemen. To the laureate, he then intones, I now invite you to receive your prize from the hands of the king. The king shakes hands and presents the laureate with a leather box that contains a gold medal bearing a replica of Alfred Nobel's profile and engraved with the laureate's name. The economics medal somewhat disdainfully inscribes the laureate's name only on the rim. A diploma and a certificate for the prize money to be exchanged the next day for a check. The laureate steps back. Later, in the Stockholm City Hall, the king hosts a banquet where the plates are gold-leafed and decorated with replicas of the Nobel medals. The meat is traditionally venison, provided by the king's own hunters.